Well, hey there, you guys. This is the Proclivity Podcast. You're joining us on episode 51. 51 episodes. Bring it. How many other different podcasts out there repping out this good of material? We give all our secrets out here on the Proclivity Podcast. Why? Because we want you guys to start living a healthier and happier life. Isn't that weird that we're just going to sit here and do what we love to do? It's, it's the best. It's the freaking best. We were just talking about this. We're just like, we wake up and we're just like, yes, we get to do exactly what we love to do, which is being able to help you guys out. And we do things here very well. We are the, um, the Bruce Lee, the Muhammad Ali, the, uh, ooh, I rhymed that, the uh, Jedi Knight <laughs> of nutrition programs. We're doing stuff that no one else is doing. I will put it up against any other nutrition program out there. If you're listening, you're like, I have a nutrition program, bring it. We'll go 10 rounds and you'll see, <laughs> you'll see how good we are. We, we are not only helping people to establish long-lasting nutritional habits that create a metabolically flexible body, a.k.a. your body just gets used to being able to burn fat. It can burn carbohydrates as well. But it goes, oh, yeah, that's we got this fat thing. So then you start becoming superhuman. You can go for longer times without eating. You can go and work out and not feel lightheaded. You, you start losing inflammation. You start sleeping better. You start becoming superhuman. And we do that through our amazing, incredible program, the Proclivity Method. It's ran by Emily and I. We tag team it. We crush it. We get great results. We just graduated another class. Mm-hmm. That was a great class. That's great. I feel like they keep getting better and better. So sign up, everyone. What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> Stop wasting your time. Invest in yourself. Change your life. As simple as that. As simple as that. My name is Joel Cochran. This is Emily Rodella. We're going to dive into the proclivity pyramid. This stuff is about to blow your mind. Literally blow your mind. Because what you have been doing is wrong. Unless you've gone through the proclivity uh, method... We're going to give you the structure and the outline of how you should be working towards your health, your nutrition, your fitness goals. And it's been totally ass backwards. I just said ass on our podcast. Now I'm going to have, now I'm going to, have to put right. the, the explicit button on the podcast because I said, <laughs> I don't know. Is that, a, like a, is that a bad word? I don't, I don't know. That's a good question. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, I guess... Would you let your kid listen to us? I guess that's the that's the question. Who knows? I mean, the stuff that's on TV right now. Yeah, who knows? Nowadays, yeah, you don't know. I, I, I don't know because January twelfth uh, was the last time that I watched TV, two thousand twenty one. Wow. I've watched Good TV for since. You. Yeah, unplugged my cable and said, I don't, I don't like TV. And now it's like uncomfortable when I'm like with like my family and they turn on the TV. I'm like, what is this thing? It shines in my eyeballs. 
and there's characters <laughs> on this screen. What is this? Like, I'm like, no, let's like light some candles and dim the lights. Let's do some stretching <laughs> and some deep breathing. Let's like hold hands and look into each other's eyes. Like, oh man. Well, man, here I go again. Let's get to it. <laughs> Shall we? Let's do it. We should. All right. So, guys, we're going to dive into first and foremost how most people work towards their health and fitness. Right, so we're we're gonna. I want you to imagine the pyramid, a pyramid, right? Like the food pyramid. You know how the food pyramid was was again. I'm gonna I'm gonna curse here. Ass backwards, right? <laughs> well, the the health pyramid. Even though I don't believe there's an actual health pyramid out there, yet many of us, and by us I mean you guys, um, follow this type of structure. So, Coach Emily. You have coached many, many people. We have coached many, many people. Most of the time, if we're looking at a at like a normal health period, the pyramid that most people follow, if somebody's like, "Oh man, I'm really out of shape. I don't feel good. Right? I'm I'm a little heavier than I want to be." What would be the base? What's the first thing they usually go to if they feel they're out of shape? They feel heavy. They, you know, what's the first thing that most people go towards? Oh, I gotta work out more. I gotta work or out harder more. or more, <laughs> right? I gotta work out harder. I gotta work out more, and that's why it's a sixty billion dollar industry because oh. we are getting fed like, well, of course you need exercise, right? Orange Theory, mm -hmm. CrossFit, uh, F forty five. Um, bar, yoga, I mean, guys, we have to repeat this and we're going to do it many, many times. Why? Because repetition is the mother of all skill. Everyone's out to get your money. It's a capitalist society. There's a reason it's a $60 billion industry. And you're going to think to yourself, oh, I need to work out. Because all you're seeing on your Instagram and everything else is workout, workout, workout. You're seeing people who work out. You're seeing workout videos, right? It, workout, workout, workout. All right, so if we know that, that that is our baseline, that most people go to, to fitness, what's the second one? Likely, it's something to do with diet or eating less. Maybe a lot of people I know, oh, I need to eat less fat. I just, there's too much fat in here. Usually it's nutrition. And what does that look like for most people? <laughs> yeah, like I just said, so most people come to me and they're eating just a lot of processed foods. And that takes a place of good quality foods, most of them being what I hope would be proteins and veggies. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so most people come to us with a lot of refined carbs and less of those veggies and proteins. So they're eating more refined, the packaged goods, which again is marketing. Mm -hmm. Everything that's on the shelf, guys, is marketing. It's really hard to market a slab of meat. You ever go on to the deli and be like, wow, man, that, that saran wrap really is catching my eye. No, right? These, anything that's on a shelf, they've spent millions, listen to me, millions of dollars to be able to catch your eye with that packaging. Why would you spend millions of dollars on a package? Oh, because they know they're going to get you and you're going to buy it, right? And you're going to go home and you're going to think it's healthy. And so they're, they're eating these packaged foods right while they're trying to exercise 
more. And so then there becomes this loop, right? Mm-hmm. Of I'm going to, and I, I, I don't know if I've brought this up before. High intensity training, a lot of time equals high intensity eating. Hmm. Have I ever said that before? I don't think so. High, in, and this is personal, and from what I've seen with a lot of people, because they'll say these kind of things. You know, the reason I do CrossFit is so I can have my beers on the weekend. Mm-hmm. So I can eat what I want. So I can do those things, right? Mm-hmm. Well, how does that make any sense? I'm going to do high-intensity workout or high-intensity training so that I can basically turn around and eat crappy food. Mm-hmm. Where's the psychology or, there? Yeah, another version of that. I have a lot of people like, oh, I need to eat right before my workout. I need to get some carbs in so I have some fuel. It's like, well... Maybe you, most people don't or shouldn't have to. <laughs> and usually they're in the form of like, can't, uh, you know, sugar or fruit, which is fine. Again, sometimes there's a, there's a time and place for that. Yet most people don't need that or shouldn't need that. No. And that's one thing that I found out yet. What do we see on Instagram? These high caliber athletes or these ridiculously like chisel ripped, right? All they're doing all day long is five hours of exercising, right? This is our mm-hmm. model. And so we right. believe that is what we need to chase. We need to work out more to be able to get that body, right? To be able to feel better. Yet it doesn't work that way. Mm-mm. Okay, so we're building a pyramid, guys. You see, it? you see already where this is starting to become very faulty, right? That we need to work out so hard and so often, and we're chasing this cycle of if I miss a workout, you know, I'm gonna get so fat, right? And there's just this cycle of of calories in, calories out, macros in, macros out, getting obsessive. When you think of something, over and over and over, it grows. And it gets bigger and it gets bigger and it gets bigger until it becomes obsessive. Ever have something in your mind and you keep thinking about it and thinking about it and all of a sudden it's just taking up all of your emotional energy, all of your thought process throughout the day. This is what happens when we're thinking calories in, calories out. So we have fitness, we have nutrition. We're trying to build a pyramid here. Then what do people do next do people know what to do beyond fitness and nutrition uh a common one are pack on the supplements that that can be paired with nutrition right Mm, yeah i find it as a separate category (laughs) that is that's beautiful that is going to be our next that's going to be our next line okay so guys now we're imagining like right you're right now people are going like hey my base is fitness i got to work out first and then i and then i got i need to get on a diet a diet a diet you guys we'll get past that in a sec (laughs) and then it's like oh well i need all these supplements that's what's going to make me feel better give me more air i need my b's and i need d's and i need my c's and my z's and my double x's (laughs) right i need them all right Uh, again the supplement company, over 6,000 supplement companies in the, in the United States, they're trying to get your money, mm-hmm. right? If, if, 
and don't get me wrong, I, I utilize supplements all the time with my clients, yet they're time and time again, I see people even before diet or nutrition, they're like, oh, I'm taking this, that, 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 this, that. And I'm like, well, why? And they're like, I don't know. I just heard it was good for me. Hmm. <laughs> Are you feeling good? No. Huh. Okay. Well, let's, let's reevaluate. <laughs> so yeah. Well, oh man, so many people come to me that way and, and I help teach them what is necessary and what's not for them because everyone's an individual, yet most of us don't need that many supplements. Which brings me to a very solid point. Guys, listen in here. <laughs> I want you to make sure you question who you're getting your information from. Okay, just for a second. It doesn't have to be, there doesn't have to be like a, you know, a, a peer-reviewed article. You know, it doesn't have to be that deep. It can if you want to. Yet, so often, when Emily and I do things just like what she said, hmm, so why are you taking that vitamin or that supplement? And they go, oh, I don't know. I, I mean, I heard, who did you hear that from? Oh, well, my Uncle Buck. Your Uncle Buck? That's who you want to take your information from? Is Uncle Buck, who's the, the you know, uh, um, a, a salesman who sales, uh, sells cars? Like, what, where does that make sense? And a lot of people, they'll be like, oh, you, you know, you got to try this supplement. It works so well for me. It's like, oh, great. Good for you. It likely doesn't work for everyone. <laughs> 100%. 100%. And so, guys, if you really want to know what supplements you should be taking, we give a free consultation on your supplements. You can book it with us. I'll put the link in the show notes. You can book it with us, and we go over your supplements with you. We throw out the ones that are garbage, and then we prescribe on full script the supplements that you need. And that's it the ones you need and the, the ones you don't need. And so if you're interested in that, and this is, this is practitioner-grade supplements, these are the ones that are tried, tested, and true. 6,000 different companies out there, majority of them are garbage. Mm -hmm. And you could be taking them just because Uncle Buck told you to take it, right? We want to get you on the right path. Again, we're just yeah. giving all our secrets out. That's what we do. That's what we do. Okay, so now we have fitness, we have nutrition, we have supplements. Is there anything else? Is there a peak? Is, is, does somebody get to another level? What is that that some people might seek or how do we get more healthy on this pyramid? Is there one? I think it get then it gets more diverse for everyone. A lot of, I see a lot of people go for challenges, which again can be helpful for some people. Um, oftentimes for not for most people uh, long term. Mm -hmm. um, but there's, yeah, challenges, specific diets. Um, the challenges could be fitness related. And, and so, yeah, it, it's different for everyone, yet it tends to become more of a cycle. Mm -hmm. Oh, man, Emily just nailed it. I hope that if you're listening right now, you're like, damn, that, that definitely sounds like me. Huh. Right. And I can't seem to find that stability or I just find myself going around and around in a circle 
I, I did a, a story this past week about there is no finish line, you guys. For all of you hard chargers out there that want to do 75 hard, that want to do all these different challenges, there is no finish line. When you get that in your head, and you know that it's, it's all about progress, not perfection, then you can continue to move forward, and then you just get better in time. Because if you cross the finish line, you stop, you're stopped. It's just done. I can then continue to walk. And even though you finished on that finish line at that time way before me, I'm just going to keep walking. So I'm going to end up covering more distance than you will. right? I'm going to get more ground than you will. Because I go, there is no finish line. Keep, keep walking. Keep going. Right? So, mm-hmm. yeah. That's a fantastic current health pyramid and by fantastic i mean this is what most people are doing and why most people are struggling guys if this if this health pyramid what we just explained worked there wouldn't be a continuation of uh people who are becoming more obese we're at 42 percent obesity rate highest it's ever been ever right out of that 42 percent 73 percent right? Or 73%, 42% of more obese are, are counted as overweight. 73. Like, whoa, 73% of Americans are overweight. No wonder we have metabolic disease. No wonder. Say, only, I believe it's 10 or 11% are out of Americans are metabolically healthy. Oh, chew on that, you guys. Chew on that. And make sure it's proteins and fats if you're chewing or anything. <laughs> it is. It's nuts to think about that, though. Yes, yes, nuts are good to eat as well. <laughs> <laughs> so, you guys, it's not working. Playing out. Yes, the companies are making a ton of money. Sixty billion dollar uh, fitness in- industry, right? The uh, supplement company, right? Six thousand different supplements. They're all making money because you guys are following this health pyramid. It doesn't work. It may work for a short time, right? For a very short time. Yet it's not working. I worked in a gym, guys, for, what was it? Six, seven years. And there were people in the gym for six to seven years. Their body composition never changed. And they came five days a week, every week, huh? Five days a week. every week and they always had some pain or ache they never seem to be able to get to the body composition they want hmm guys the the definition definition of insanity is to do the same thing over and over expecting a different result no wonder you guys are feeling like out of your mind and there's no way i can change this just is what it is mm-hmm. we're here to change that yes yes so we created the proclivity pyramid because again we're the jedis you want your life to change book a clarity call your life will completely change you will be healthier and happier you've already heard it let's talk about the proclivity pyramid yeah let's do it let's do it well let's let's read it out from base to tip what is (laughs) what what is our proclivity pyramid? Yeah, so starting at the bottom with language. 
Yes. You ask, what is language? We can get into that. Yeah. Language is the bottom of the period, period, pyramid, yet, or meaning, the most important. Then we get into, you can call this a couple different things. We're going to name it sleep. Yet we include sleep and structure. And what that means to us is stress management. So before you even get to nutrition, it's sleep structure. How are you structuring your day and your week? Are you getting enough sleep, enough quality sleep? Then the third one up, then we get to nutrition. And then the very top, fitness or movement. What? Are you saying that we've completely flipped the current health pyramid on its ass? Oh yeah, and added a whole new section in there as the number one that mm -hmm. most people don't think about. That's right. That's right. I mean, most people in the, the, the current health pyramid, they're, they're trying to work out more, which means they sleep less. So their days feel more out of control mm -hmm. and they're more stressed, meaning that they're releasing more hormones that keep on the weight. Yeah. Hmm, you guys, that's, that doesn't seem like it's supposed to work that way. <laughs> so let's, di let's dive into it. Let's dive into it. We're going to now break these down, guys, and why, why we put them the way that we did and why it works so freaking well. So let's dive into language. Language, the base of our pyramid. Why is this the number one? Because we, in the past, worked with so many people that we could give the perfect advice to. Yet, if their mindset is stuck on, I just can't lose weight. I never am able to get fit. It's just in my genes. What this does, guys, is when you say these things, and there's very key words, and we help you to take out these key words that drag you down and put in words that lift you up. When we change these words and we go from, I, I just can't lose weight to, I can lose weight and this is how I'm going to do it. There's a big difference there. We only took out one letter. There's a T at the end of can't. We took that out and we said, I can. What can I do? See, your words have the ability to either constrict or expand. And an interesting fact is that we are the only mammals, the only species on this planet who can elicit the fight or flight. The I'm about to get attacked by a saber-toothed tiger with our words. Animals just chill. They eat grass. And t until there's an external threat, they run away. They use all the different hormones within the fight or flight, right, to be able to run away. And then they immediately get back into a parasympathetic state, which is rest and digest. Emily, you said something that was really interesting the other day. Said that we should be in a parasympathetic state 90% of the time throughout the day. And 10% mm -hmm. sympathetic. Yeah, and it might be even the... Yeah, the 90 might even be higher. Yet, what what is the current status for most people? Yeah, it's close to being the exact opposite. <laughs> and so the, when, when we're in that 
that state, when we're 90% sympathetic, a lot of the times, because A, our structure, two, our words, we're getting worked up. What does that do to our body? First word comes to mind is inflammation. We are, we're not digesting food. We're not absorbing nutrients. Our GI tract isn't working properly. Our mind is jumbled. Our cortisol is spiked. We're keeping on weight and fat and everything that we don't want. And why does the body keep on fat in that state? A survival mechanism. It's what our body has, it's known to do. It's actually a, a really cool process in yeah. order for us to survive. Back in the day, if we didn't have food, oh, let me hold on to fat. And so I can survive longer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So do you see where this is making sense, guys, why we start off with language? That if you're like, I just don't have time. My day is out of control. I am so busy. I, I'm so jumbled. Do you guys know the definition of abracadabra? Most of you guys are thinking like, yeah, like magic, right? In Aramaic, the oldest language, it stands for, with my words, I create. With my words, I create. And you may think this is like hocus pocus. Oh yeah, I've heard that. I read the book, The Secret. Okay. You guys are so talking about being out in the field, eating organic meat. Okay. Well, all right. Well, let's connect it to the biological side that is in your brain. You have something in your brain called the reticular activating system that's connected to your hypothalamus responsible for your emotions and your thoughts and your reticular activating system does exactly that it takes your words whatever you say and it creates truth to it it is either going to focus in or blur things out that is around you great example if you've ever gone to shop for a new car and it's a red toyota corolla what do you start seeing all over town red toyota corolla what how that's the craziest thing i just don't understand no it's your brain it's literally what your brain does so okay you guys can all shake your head you're listening like oh yeah yeah i've done that before you do that with your same words oh i'm so fat what okay reticular activating system's like all right well we're gonna create truth to this so then what do you do you stand in front of the mirror and you're like oh man look at my this and that doesn't look so great a perfect example emily i know you're going to resonate with this right because i know you have clients we have clients that that (laughs) have have brought this up crushing it they are crushing they feel good their energy's up they're like oh my pants are fitting differently my shirts are fitting differently and then what do they do step on the scale they can literally you can literally go from oh i look amazing to stepping on the scale and go, oh my gosh, look how fat I am. Your mind saw the number. You then put a word or a meaning to that. Oh my gosh. I've only lost one pound. <sighs> See, I can't lose weight. I'm so fat. You go back to the mirror. 15 seconds before you looked in the mirror, you're like, I'm the most jacked, beautiful person on the planet. Then you come back <laughs> and you're like, oh my gosh, look at all these imperfections. Mm-hmm reticular activating system you guys you can use it you can use your words for you or against you and that's what we teach you in the proclivity method there is it's a simple yet not easy 
systematical way. It's not rocket science. We're not going to hit you with foo-foo, right? And these crazy affirmations, we literally give you the step-by-step of being able to create the exact person that you want to be. And how that helps is being able to speak the appropriate language to point it at the right destination. And when repeated over times, you get to the right direction, you get to your destination, right? Point your words in a direction, keep repeating them, you'll get to your destination. So that is why language is at the base. It helps to develop the human, the person first, so then that the body can start changing. So that's, that's the first one. I'm going to pass on the next one to you, Coach Emily. The next one yeah. is our sleep, AK structure. There's mm-hmm. so many different like time management and how to reduce your stress and you should meditate and you should uh, do this and you should, you know, sit on a mountain and watch the sunset <laughs> every night for 45 minutes or yep. you structure your day and you sleep. Yeah. Why is that so important to us? Oh, so many reasons. So, so yeah, I get clients all the time like, oh, I'm taking this uh, mushroom or this supplement so I can get better sleep. It's like, okay, well, what time are you, you know, how many hours are you in bed? Night. Like, oh, I'm getting like at least six, seven on a good night. I'm like, all right, well, let's start there. Let's start with our goal being in bed eight hours, see what happens. Mm-hmm. It's most of the most simple things. Yet again, not easy because you have to create time for it. Yet we have the ability to do so. When we don't get enough sleep, <laughs> everything else goes down the drain. So our inflammation increases, insulin resistance increases. After one night of poor sleep, our blood sugar gets wacky. Mm-hmm. For those of you who don't understand blood sugar, it means our blood sugar raises. So eventually that means our, our blood sugar will crash and we have an energy crash. Our cravings go up. We have more inflammation. And that shows up in a multitude of ways for, you know, depending on the person. Um, it, it affects your hormones, which again leads back to the cortisol, which leads back to holding on fat. <laughs> and so it, it affects our decision making, our memory, our cognitive function. All of these things are led back to poor quality sleep. So if we can create time and structure around when are we getting to bed, when would we like to wake up, start there. So important. Aside from sleep, in the, in the subject of structure, we also like to dive into, you know, how do you structure your day and week that, to make it work for you? Meaning, why, why are you so busy? Mm-hmm. What, what does that mean to you? Is it a good busy? Is it a busy that's causing you stress? Are you sitting, making time to sit down and eat your meals? Are you making time to go to the grocery store and prepare meals at home? So we talk all about what, that within our structure because if you are not able to make your own meals or at least get some quality made meals, and sit down and actually eat them, you're, you don't have structure and you're, it's not gonna happen for you. So you know, within this category of stress management, sleep and structure, they're so big before anything else. Yeah, and you touched, you touched on a word I refuse to use, busy. Y'all, I want you to close your eyes. I want you to imagine last time you said busy, how do you see yourself? Do you see yourself with a big old smile on your face, right? Running through a meadow. I'm so busy running through this meadow. <laughs> no. You see yourself stressed to your gills, running around, 
like you have a million things to complete on your to-do list. When you use those words, your reticular activating system points you towards like, yeah, look at all the things that are out of control. Increases your cortisol, your body holds on to fat, and you wonder, why can't I lose weight? Do you guys see where this is going? Right? I use the acronym, busy stands for buried under Satan's yoke. Right? It's just one that has stuck with me. Right? Whether, you, whether, you, whether you're religious or not, it doesn't matter. Right? Buried under Satan's yoke because the, the devil or the imposter can get into our mind. Right? And the more that he can distract us in our mind, the less we pay attention to our body or our heart. Right? Am I spending time with my kids? Am I taking time to be present with my husband or wife? That's your heart, not your mind. Right? And when our days are filled with busyness due to the fact that we are not creating our structure, our structure, because guess what, guys? Who makes your day? You do. Each morning I wake up and I say to myself, I make my day. Why? Because this could be the very last day that I ever live. So how am I going to make it? When you start sticking up to yourself and going, no, I'm working out at noon. And, so, and somebody comes to you and says, oh man, we need an emergency meeting. First and foremost, anybody who says it's an emergency meeting, meeting tell them to kick rocks. There's no such thing as the house on fire. Is the business about to literally implode? No. All you do is say, hmm, yeah, 12 o'clock or I got a meeting. Watch. Watch what happens when you start going, ooh, yep, nine. Yeah, I got a meeting. Meeting at that time. No one ever, since I've done this for five years now, has ever asked me, well, what's your meeting? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and if somebody asked me that, I would be like, yep, you don't get to know. And I don't want a meeting with you anymore because you, you don't get to ask me what my private schedule is. That's not how that's going to work, right? So again, being able to have the structure, because we could say until our face is blue, right, Emily, how important sleep is, right? Mm -hmm. I pulled up some numbers here just so you guys can, if you guys have never read the book, Why We Sleep, this will blow your freaking mind. Okay, sleep is the elixir of life. You want to fix all of your problems? Sleep more. Here's some stats. If you sleep less than six hours a night, it decre decreases your natural killer cells by 70%. Your natural killer cells are the ones that go out and fight that inflammation and that cancer. Fights so you don't get colds and sickness, right? Sleeping for less than six hours increases your rate of heart disease by 300%. Hmm, that's weird. What's the number one killer in America? Oh, hmm. heart disease. 700,000 people. I want to say it's like 760 or something like that. I know it's in the 700,000. Die every single year of heart disease. Hmm. Again, guys, we're just bringing up numbers. It makes a lot of sense, right? Sleep less than six hours, you're in you increase your chance of cancer by 40%. So the people that are saying, well, I I'm in bed for six hours. 
newsflash, just because you're in bed for six hours doesn't mean you're sleeping for six hours. You do wake up throughout the night. So that means you're getting maybe five and a half hours. Oh, so you're fitting in all of these different percentages that are causing all of this metabolic disease. And until you structure your day of going, no, nope, I'm, I'm not committing to that event to go to the people I don't really want to see because my body is most important. My time with my family is most important, right? Until you structure that, you won't be able to get into bed and be into bed for eight hours. That's just not going to happen. And right? it is doable. I, I Yeah, I have a lot of people who are like, well, I have kids. Well, I have this work event. I have to do it. And in the beginning, yes, it's an adjustment. And then you start planning ahead. Mm -hmm. And you start scheduling it in, again, making your weekly and daily structure work for you. There is a way to do it. I have a baby. And yes, there's a period of time where you, there's a lack of sleep. So you do everything else to stack the odds for you. Mm -hmm. And there's ways to go around that. Yet that's temporary in time. Things with work, things with you know everything else, you have way more control than you think, and we help teach you how to do that. That's doesn't feel overwhelming. No, it's a, it, and you know where it comes down to. Again, yes, because everybody's thinking out there right now, like, oh well, you should see my planner. My planner is so you know awesome and great, and I have this digital app and that digital app and all these different apps and planners and everything else. One, who's giving them to you? Oh, yeah, that's right. Somebody who's trying to make money from you. Oh, man, there you go again, Joel, showing this point that people are trying to make money from you. And all it does is give you a bigger bandwidth to take in more. Mm -hmm. Because I can schedule more. I can organize more. So my entire day can be filled up from beginning to end. Oh, that makes sense. Why? We are living 90% of our time in a fight or flight and 10% mm -hmm. in a rest and digest. Because you're trying to add on more. Stop. Start yep. putting up your boundaries. And when I say boundaries, listen to me, guys. It's not defensive boundaries. It's offensive boundaries. I want you to imagine you are pushing people back. Nope, back, 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 a little more, back a little more, and you draw the line in the sand. You are taking back what was already yours. Defensive is... They've taken, they've taken, they've taken. You've gone, oh, this is enough. And you draw your line. But look at what you've given away. No, boundaries are offensively. That is to protect your time, to protect your well-being, to protect your family. And you and do you it know offensively. What? For any anyone out there who rides Peloton, the, the coach Robin, she says, boundaries are sexy. And it's mm. true. It you're standing up for yourself, which means you have confidence you're in control. Well, who doesn't want that? I want that. Oh, wait a second. I got that. Go ahead. <laughs> so that's, yeah, it, that's something that's changed my life is saying no more. And again, it doesn't have to be in a negative way, but saying no, setting up those boundaries. What is going to serve me? What is not going to serve me? And figuring that out has opened up so many doors for myself. And again, guys, we come back to the language. That's why it's our base. How do you say no? Mm -hmm. Do you say no in a soft way that actually creates ambiguity where people can go, well, you're actually not saying a strong no. So I can wiggle my way in there and take back what I personally want. Or do you, check this out, guys. 
It's very simple. Simple and easy are not the same thing. Ask me a question, Emily. You want something from me. It doesn't matter. Really. Just go for it. Joel, can we can we meet up at 3 t today to talk about this for the business? Nope. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> That's it, guys. Simple. There it is. The answer is no. The answer is no. Because then what? If I said no, you could ask what? If that time didn't work for me, I just said no. What could you ask? Yeah, okay. When does it work for you? Boom. Now I'm in control, guys. But it started off with me being very firm. No, doesn't work. No. Yep. We've talked yeah. about this with food decisions too. Yes. In a social setting. Oh, here, do you want this cocktail, this beer? Do you want this food? Nope. I'm good. Yep. And even try just saying no, guys. No or nope. People get so yeah. awkward. You don't have to explain your no. And you yep. do not have to explain your yes. It's just a no or yes. The line is firm. Do you want a drink? No. Uh, oh, okay. Wow, that's really firm. People don't know how to take firm responses because we feel like, ah, oh, that's rude. Mm -hmm. Listen, guys, if you're working with us, you're not a rude person, right? Because you think it's hard uh, getting into Stanford. It's even harder getting into the proclivity method. <laughs> We take the, we take people we want to work with, and if you're coming in with excuses, and you got you got an attitude or you're you're rude, we're like, meh. Nope, you didn't meet our requirements. You're out. Yet if you do come in, being able to put those no's and yeses, that doesn't change the person that you are. You're the greatest person. You're just being firm with yourself. And people know you, the people you surround yourself with, they'll know that. Yep. 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 And it becomes really easy then when you give a firm no. They go, oh, you know, Joel doesn't drink, right? You know, Emily doesn't eat processed foods. Joel doesn't have gluten. And then what do they do? Well, then what can we do for him? Oh, I'll get Joel non-alcoholic beers, right? Oh, I will hire a private chef for Emily's birthday, right? And Ch that's real life. Real life, that's a real thing. That happened. And and that's because we set our boundaries offensively. Nope. Step back, step back, and no. Make sure you set your bounds offensively, not defensively. Okay, so we got structure, we got language, we got structure. Now the goody good drops where people mm. are like, All right, I thought I was coming for nutrition. You've already dropped multiple <laughs> bombs on me. I'm doing things all the wrong way. Okay, but I know nutrition, okay? Because I've done this diet and that diet and that diet and this diet and I've counted my macros and I've weighed my food and yet it. What's our mm -hmm. take when it comes to nutrition? Oh man, yeah. Most people come to me wondering how many calories or, or what macro percentage should I be eating? Um, most Again, most people are like, oh, I should, you know, that's too much fat or that's too high cholesterol, it's too salty. Hmm. We actually don't take that approach. We take the approach of focus on whole quality foods. What does that mean? Quality meats, eggs, fruits, veggies, nuts, seeds. It's your typical paleo approach, yet there are room for everything for other things. And so in the program, we have that broad approach, yet we also work on the individual level to help you find what works for you on that individual basis. 
And when you start eating more whole foods, what happens to your body? It starts absorbing more nutrients and you start feeling better. You have more energy. Your body will trust you again. It, it'll be le meaning less stress, less cortisol, meaning less body fat. Metabolic flexibility, guys. <laughs> it, we are fed again. We are fed a line. You need to eat all the time. Who is telling us that? Oh, that's right. The people that are trying to make the money. Agriculture. Farmers are trying to make money too. Yet, let's look back a thousand years and start looking into... Oh, wait a second. We actually... We ate what was available. And we were healthy then. We died because of disease. Because we didn't have the, the, the medicine to be able to treat us. Yet, people were living just fine. They weren't dying of, of heart disease. Right? <laughs> They were dying because they were getting attacked by the saber-toothed tiger because they didn't have protection, right? Mm -hmm. And so recognized that our body is fully capable of operating at a very high level when you're metabolically flexible and you have that ability. That's why we say you become superhuman. And guys, I've tested it over the last year. I have tested it multiple times one running a 50k in ketosis and my body was pulling ketones the entire time i'm not suggesting you do that i trained for that yet it was a test to be able to go my body can do that i did a three-day fast for all my crossfitters or strength trainer strength training people out there three-day fast my body was fully on pulling fat went to the gym did a 405 pound deadlift that's 97% of my one rep max. And I hadn't touched a barbell in a year and a half. How could that be? How could that be? Oh, because our body's way more intuitive than you guys think it is. Right? 100%. Right. Yeah. And when you, when you put your, I know you, Joel, and your mindset also has a lot to do with it. And you sleep well. <laughs> So you have all the, all the three that we've been talking about. <laughs> That's it. You guys, I sleep like a freaking champion. <laughs> you should see, I romance myself every night. That's what I call it now. I romance myself. I, talk, I, light, I light candles, okay? I have dimming lights. I got, yesterday I, had, I found a playlist on Spotify and it was all piano Christmas music. Mm. No words, just piano. <laughs> I'm sitting there like, oh my gosh, Joel, I love you so much. <laughs> and guess what then i got into bed i did headspace where they they go through this meditation of shutting off all your different body parts and i was so relaxed and i just rolled over on my eight sleep mattress if you guys don't know eight sleep go to eightsleep.com. it's the jam and i feel the coolingness underneath my body and then the morning i woke up and i felt the warmness on my body with my purified air and my dark, <laughs> my uh, dark shades. Yes, I take sleep very mm -hmm. seriously. <laughs> I do too. Yes, yeah, Emily does for sure. We, as for a good reason, why we built the proclivity pyramid. All right. So now we got this, guys. We got the language. We got the sleep. We got the nutrition. Now it's the fitness time. Okay, well, well, fitness. All right, all right. I know fitness. I can do fitness. Let's do fitness. 
we're going to tell you this. You don't need to work out as much as you think. You really do not need to work out as much as you think. We encourage here at Proclivity for you to move your body every single day. Every day, seven days a week. However that might be. It could be, uh, I did a six-mile run the other day. Yet, the next day, it could be core work. And then the next day, it could be some dumbbell or barbell work, some strength training. And then the next day, it could be running at the park with your kids. Parents, listen to me and listen to me carefully. The most you can spend on any child is time. Your kids have so much energy. Try to keep up with them. Okay. Yeah. And I'm I'm just over your uh, postpartum. And I used to do CrossFit every day prior to this, to being pregnant. And I have been able to maintain my fitness levels to a to a great level. Literally just walking him to the park, walking my dogs, running when I can, doing some air squats and lunges here and there, some push-ups here and there. Very minimal. And I've been able to maintain, you know, a level of fitness that was I even shocked myself. So it's very doable. Very doable. So we're pulling ourselves out of this sympathetic state because if you're doing a CrossFit workout five days a week, hour long, hour and a half, right? Not only is that eating up your structure because you're going to the class, right? So it's drive time to get to the class and then, you know, then drive back and then shower. You're hour and a half, two hours in. So it's eating up your structure. Now all of a sudden you don't have enough time in the day. You're stressed out. We're back into that sympathetic state, right? That's not saying you shouldn't be doing go to group classes, yet you you most likely don't have to do as many as you think. Mm -hmm. And when you create structure and you take the pressure off fitness of like, I have to do this work. It has to be 2159. I have to do it this way, right? I'm doing this challenge. You know, I did a push-up challenge. And it was 30 days of push-ups. And guess what? Days 27. Didn't do 100 push-ups. Every other day I did, 28, 29, 30. Kept going, didn't feel bad about it for a second. Mm -hmm. Because I still end up doing, was that 2,090 (laughs) push-ups? No, 2,900 push-ups, right? That's a lot. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of push-ups. And I was very proud of myself. And it wasn't this finish line. It's that, cool. Cool. It was a a challenge, yet I don't have to finish this challenge, right? It fit in with my fitness. Right. Yeah, what's your why? Why are you working out? And do what you guys want to do. Oh my gosh, how many people I talk to that mm-hmm. are just like, oh man, I really don't want to do this workout today. Don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go move. Go for a walk. Do a 45-minute walk instead. Get yourself in that parasympathetic state so your body doesn't, isn't freaking out 24-7. And then guess what? You start losing weight. And then you start losing weight. You start looking good. You start looking good. You feel very confident. Then you recognize, man, sleep is important. My words are important. This fitness thing is, hey, my body and movement. So instead of fitness, really, it's movement. Yeah, there's more and more studies. More and more studies are coming out showing that, say, you sit at a desk eight, nine hours a day, and then you get an hour workout in or even 30 minute workout in versus getting more steps throughout the day or walking more throughout the day or getting up from your desk every hour. That has been shown to be way healthier in preventing metabolic diseases. So, again, more movement, more daily expenditure is what we like to call it. Um, again, steps, simple things. 
like I recommend do five air squats every hour. Just get up from sitting down, go do five push-ups. go for a five minute walk, super simple things. It's that daily movement over time that adds up versus, oh, I need to get that high intensity workout in five days a week. And I sit the rest of the day. <laughs> it just doesn't work as well. It doesn't. And how about play? Oh, yes. How important play. is play? So important. Well, it, it goes back to the one, it gets you into that sympathetic state as far as your mind. You're, you're present in the moment when you're playing. You're mm -hmm. happier when you're playing. You're doing something you love and enjoy. You're usually, or I would say sometimes, with someone you love, mm -hmm. um, spending time with. And it's getting you outside of that typical, like, oh, I have to work out. I have to do that this structured thing. And play can just get you to a whole different level. Whole different level. If you guys follow <laughs> my Instagram, I'm constantly playing. I'm constantly playing. It's in, it's inspirational. I love it. Yeah. Why why not? Why not? It could be as simple yeah. as throwing a ball against a wall, you guys. Right? It could be as simple. I like to take my knife and throw it into uh, some uh, like a telephone pole. I've mm -hmm. been practicing a lot. It's just standing there. But I'm standing there, and it's meditative. And I'm just yeah. playing. I'm just playing. I'm throwing my knife, sticking it in there. Guys, if you've ever thrown a knife and stuck it into a telephone pole, it's one of the <laughs> mo most gratifying things on this planet. You throw it, it's just like, you know, maybe it's a guy thing. I don't know. But I'll tell you what. It's incredible. It's incredible. Play more. Play more. Play more. All right. So there you guys have it. The proclivity pyramid. Language, sleep, nutrition, movement, move daily. So now we're going to give you our top tips going from the base to the top. We're going to talk about it, okay? And these, listen, there's so many different tips in each one of these levels. We're going to give you some, okay? So I'm going to start off with the language. This will change your life if you rep it out. Again, I repeat myself. This will change your life. If you've made it this far in this podcast, your life is about to change with this one thing. Soft talk. This is one of the first things we talk about. This is the how, the easy part, right? I mean the simple part, not the easy part. What is soft talk? It's using softening words to create ambiguity about a certain decision or choice. So we're creating this uncertainty when we use these words, what are those words? Kinda, sorta, probably, possibly, I could, I feel like, I guess, I think. When you do these, when you utilize these words, it puts you in the middle of the road. When you're in the middle of the road, what ends up happening? You end up getting hit by a car. Then you turn around and you go, oh, that car hit me. And we're sitting there going, you were standing in the middle of the road. <laughs> when you make a decision to be able to go, instead of, I think I should go work out. I'm going to go work out. I should, I should probably focus on my nutrition more. I'm a person who focuses on their nutrition. Do you hear the difference? 
eliminate those words. Write them down. If you need to, rewind, go back, listen to it. Write it down, eliminate soft talk, do it for 30 days, come back to me, and you'll be like, this is the most amazing thing I've ever done. I'm so much more assertive with myself, my decisions, my life is going in an incredible direction. Give it a shot. Next, passing it on. Sleep. Emily, what's a tip that we can give for sleep? Yeah, if you if you guys haven't focused on sleep yet, for number one, just start getting to bed at the same time every night. Yeah, if you already do that, make sure you have a you're setting yourself up for success for a good sleep environment, meaning it's cold, it's dark, and it's quiet. Or a sound machine. I use a sound machine, love that. Setting yourself up for success in that environment will help with better deep sleep, which helps with feeling more rested in the morning, more energized. So one, consistent bedtime. Count backwards. When do you want to wake up? Count backwards at least eight hours. Get yourself into bed at that time and then set your environment up for success. Man, if you guys ever want to see my pod, because I call my bedroom a pod, because <laughs> it's that legit, just let me know. We can get on it. We can get on Zoom or FaceTime. I'll show you exactly what my pod looks like. Or Emily's. She got some incredible yeah. pod too. We, we have a, a past podcast and an IGT live all about sleep. There's sneak peeks in there. Check it out. <laughs> all right. How about nutrition? Yeah, nutrition. So a big one we talk about in the proclivity pyramid. And I, again, we can get on an individual basis with this as well in the program. Yet overall, think your first meal, protein and fat. Mm. Major, major priority with the protein mm-hmm. at every meal even. But if you want to start in one small place, get a get a meal, your first meal, high in protein with some fat with it. Bigger meals, more protein, more fat. Fat is not your enemy, guys. Protein, ladies, is not going to make you jacked out of your mind. Good luck. Good no, no, luck. No, no. It's going to help you with your yeah, body composition. Yeah, I like that you said bigger meals because that will help us stick to meals and less snacking. Mm-hmm. Huge, Which goes, huge. goes back to GI and goes back to inflammation mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. Last thing, movement. You guys want to know that how you can live to 125? Move every single day. And we... In the proclivity method, tell everyone, walk 45 minutes every week. And ideally, ideally, if you can, walk every single day. There's a reason that in cities such as like Europe, New York City, right, where people are healthy, body compositions, right, uh, different, le- less metabolic disease, they're walking everywhere. They're constantly walking and putting in steps. Mm-hmm. So walking or moving every day. You can look at it as either I'm going to walk, I'm going to play, I'm going to do some type of movement or fitness that I enjoy, or I'm just going to, to, to hang out with my family, play with my kids, whatever the case is. Move. You want to think about moving every single day. Instead of Netflix, right after dinner, take your family for a walk. 15-minute walk. It's going to help you digest your food better. It's going to help you get into a parasympathetic state. You're going to spend time with your family. You're going to be happier, and you're going to move. We want to be moving as much as we can. There There it is. That's our secrets. It's all out there. If you guys are like, dang, mind blown, I want to know more. There's a couple different things you can do. One, you can go to www.proclivia.co. 
check us out there. If you haven't already, subscribe to our private Facebook community. Head over the Proclivity Method on Facebook. This is where you can watch this live and we give uh, different content and information for you to be able to utilize. Simple and easy are not the same thing. We give you the simple, hard fact, truth stuff to be able to get the body that you want. And then of course, January 1 is coming up. Everybody's going to be like, ah, man, I'm ready to go turn a new leaf. (laughs) Well, turn a leaf with us because then it's going to last. We create, this this is your last nutrition program. (laughs) Yeah, this is your last January 1. That's a perfect, we're doing a post on that. That's going to be on Instagram. This is your last January 1 because from here on out, you're just going to live a healthy and happy life. It's just advancing. There is no finish line. You'll just continue to go, oh, cool. Yeah, Proclivity told me to do this. You know what? I'll add that in there. Come on, I'll do this. I'll do that. And before you know it, you're just every day waking up and going, gosh, I live the best life. There's nothing better than what I'm living right now. I laugh, but it's true. And it is, yeah, it makes me smile. And and it may seem far-fetched to some of you out there, and it did to me as well in the past. It, it is doable, and you, do, you all deserve it. So that's mm-hmm. why we love our job. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Well, there it is, guys. If you haven't already, subscribe and like to the Proclivity Podcast. Please pass this on. Pass it on to your family and your friends. All the information's in here. It's incredible information for anyone and everyone. Um, if you guys want, feel free to reach out to us, team at proclivity.co or emily at proclivity.co or joel at proclivity.co or shoot us an instagram message uh, at proclivity.co on instagram and sign up for uh i don't know if you said this already free clarity call do it if you want to learn more do it it's free it's free that's over a 300 dollars value to get emily and i on the phone at the same time you're gonna leave with something mm-hmm. smile on your face most like most likely for sure <laughs> all right guys until next time Go live a happy and healthy life. See ya.